Oh, oh he did play that tranny in a horror movie not too long ago. <laughs> on the air baby dolls my name is Derry, and i have brought you yet another week of horror bullshit with my two good friends jason harrell hey and fresh off a birthday weekend buddy hey you okay buddy? yeah oh, oh man this weekend oh whoa <laughs> what the hell did you do <laughs> apparently i wasn't part of that action boy does his butt hurt <laughs> <Yeah>. hi <laughs> jason what's going on big fella i am exhausted are you? It has been a very long week and a really, really tiring day. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What'd you do? I had to take my mother to uh, some kind of GI specialist today. Oh, mm-hmm. great. Since oh, she's prone to choking, she had to get, this is her third, it's like uh, some kind of throat stretching deal. Oh, yeah. Now, it's the, got like I'm a ball not, at the end of it? Or? Not, you know, <laughs> being from the South, we normally just call in Uncle Remus. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, he's all mine, and I'm not willing to share. <laughs> I wasn't going to touch it. I wasn't going to say a word. I knew you would do it for you me. You knew I'd take care of and it. And you didn't disappoint me. Uh, so it's been a very long and tiring day, but I'm good. Okay. Rocking and rolling. You look spry. Thanks. You look uh, somewhat invigorated. I'm faking it all. All right. Well, you're doing a good job. <laughs> Buddy, what's up with you, big dog? Oh, you know, just coming back from a good weekend. 47 now, are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Oh. Whippersnapper. I know. <laughs> yeah, right. How do you feel being 47 or I don't feel 47. No? No. Feel 53. I'd say mid-30s. Mid-30s? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what either of those feel like. <laughs> I mean, I know what mid-30s feel like, but I know what my mid-30s feel like, but I don't feel any different now than I did then. Yeah? You know? Probably put on a few pounds. Yeah. I'll see that in Raysia. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great weekend. Right, right. on, man. Yeah, we uh, did the Cabin in the Woods thing. Me and Buddy and a bunch of, friend of friends of ours. Jason and Sarah, unfortunately, couldn't join us, but they did FaceTime us. That's right. Yes. And uh, there was some debauchery to be had. <laughs> yeah, there was. There was a lot of debauchery. A lot of shenanigans. Some fucking shit went down. <laughs> was there tomfoolery? I would say there was some balderdash. <laughs> some possible skylarking. A little ballyhoo? <laughs> some ballyhoo. <laughs> a bit of tit lurking. <laughs> <laughs> quite a bit of tit lurking. I think the, the tits were lurking on us. <laughs> right. Yeah, we were being lurked upon. <laughs> Right on, dudes. Well, let's go ahead and get ourselves into a horror show here, shall we? Mm-hmm. We shall. We got horror news. We got listener mail. We got all the usual stuff that we like to do around here. Let's kick it off with some horror news. Horror news. 
<laughs> Horror news. Yes, Queen. What do you got? Uh, <clears throat> let's see. A trailer or teaser trailer for Terrifier 2 is out. Don't know if you've checked that out. I certainly have. <clears throat> I watched someone review it since okay. I can't watch the uh, trailer myself. Right. You're but, allergic to trailers. <clears throat> yeah, but what I did find interesting is that on IMDb, Terrifier 2 is listed at being having a runtime of 2 hours and 20 minutes. Damn. Yeah, I saw that too. I'll take it. Um, as I recall, it's been a while since I've seen the last one. That one went a good hour 40, if I remember right. Hmm. It was a great movie. Yeah, it was. I can't recall. I'm into, I know. I remember it being longer. That's a long. That's a long ass horror movie. It though. is, especially yeah. considering it's two chicks in a warehouse with a killer clown. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that that'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, killer clowns from outer space gets a video game Ooh. Uh, coming to consoles and PC in 2023, and along with that, killer clowns uh, are also going to be having their own. I don't know if it's going to be a maze or what it's going to be, uh, some type of Killer Clowns event or set up at uh, Halloween Horror Nights this year. I like the Killer Clowns. They're not my go-to, though. I've I've grown more and more fond of them. Once you realize (laughs) it's just a dumb fucking movie, and you kind of put your horror, take your horror hat off and just kind of enjoy it. It's just a great visual aesthetic to the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Bit nostalgic, too. I'll put the debit card down right now on the video game. Yeah, I, I just you, have you, to. you know it's going to be completely stupid. Of course, but but, uh, but it'll be very fun. I'm sure. I mean, I've already given up on Evil Dead the game. So have you? Yeah, it yeah. gets very repetitive. It looked very repetitive. It is. Buddy, you got anything? Yeah, I uh, got a little bit more on that. Terrify two. It goes to theaters nationwide on October sixth this year. Oh, that's just around the corner. Yeah. Boys. Mm-hmm. So we we are probably going to have to. Uh, well, I'm probably not going to play anywhere around here. Nothing this ever nationwide. Plays so you wouldn't think yeah. that would get. That big of a theatrical release? Probably not. Select theaters, I bet. Mm. Uh, then, yeah, I guess it's it's supposed to go to like some Alamo kind of weird house. streaming service. After that, oh great! Do you have that listed? Nope. It's um, who is it? Bloody disgusting. That has their not bloody disgusting. It's one of those get ups that have their own like streaming kind bloody of. Bloody disgusting has one. Okay, maybe that's what it is. Could I think be. they go to them after the theatrical uh, release. It might all the screen box has been picking up a bunch of shit too. Okay. Oh, they, they, they're, oh yeah, there it is. Cinegrown, bloody disgusting, and screen box. We're excited. There we go. Now, there so. it is. Yep. Yeah, ho- shit. Hope it gets a physical release. I'm sure it will. Oh yeah. You know me. Got to get my physical copy. I'm still waiting on my copy of uh, American Horror Story 1984. Yeah, keep waiting. Wow. I'm going to keep waiting, apparently. Damn. Yeah, it's not... Like anywhere. being edited or what? No, it's just not... They just didn't put it out. Damn. 84 and uh, double feature. They're wow. doing that with a lot of stuff. Fucking piss me off, man. Still waiting. On, like, I, I have season one and two of Stranger Things. There's no three. I've got, like, all of the Blu-ray seasons of Workaholics, but they didn't do, like, the last two seasons. Yeah. It's like they just stopped. Stop. There's just not enough money to be made, I guess. Fuck that. Wow. Well, it's been a while since we've had any news to report about the upcoming Clue reboot from 20th Ooh. Century Studios, but Deadline reports today that a new writer has come on board. Oren Uziel, the Lost City Escape Room Tournament of Champions, the Cloverfield Paradox, has reportedly been hired to give the upcoming movie script a big reworking. Hmm. Don't know yeah. if we need it. 
But, you know, know. I'll take it. Clue was created way back in 1943 by Anthony E. Pratt. And the board game was, of course, notably turned into a feature film starring Tim Curry in 1985 and a miniseries in 2011. There's a Clue miniseries? I never heard of it. Never even. I watched the shit out of that movie when I was a kid. Oh, me too. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Spooky costumes, delicious candy, and meddling kids come together for the Halloween season in Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo, a brand new animated Scooby-Doo adventure. (laughs) The new movie comes to digital and DVD this Halloween season. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 Cheeky game! <laughs> and with and there we go. Yeah, Idris Elba, creature feature beast, claws its way to twenty one point eight million worldwide. Unfortunately, that's not that great because no. it was out. It was reported thirty six million, and right now it's at twenty one point eight five two. Opening weekend was only eleven million five seventy. So they got a long way to go to make up their money. Yeah, that sucks. I and heard maybe, good things about it. Yeah, I saw the trailer. I was like, "Yeah, this looks like a great show," but I don't, I don't think I really want to see this in the theaters. Like, okay, they're just hiding from a lion. Yeah, I'll take Ghost in the Darkness um, instead of watching this one. Did mm-hmm. you ever see one called Burning Bright? Yeah. That, oh, that's great. That's a good one. That's really yeah. Th- when you read the plot line to that movie, you it is ridiculous. But, you can't help but roll your eyes. Uh, but man, did it! I'm like, wow, wow, they actually lived up to that plot. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's actually good. As like a, a older sister and her younger brother locked in a house with a uh, was it a tiger or a lion? Uh, I, I think it was a tiger. And uh, there's like a torrential flood going on outside, mm-hmm. so they can't just leave. <laughs> oh yeah, tiger during a hurricane. Yeah, that fucking tiger isn't fucking around, buddy. Damn. Whew. Well, that's all I got. What do you got? Dudes, dudes, dudes. Yes. Hellraiser movie, straight to Hulu. Oh, boy. Confirmed rated R for strong, bloody violence and graphic nudity. I would hope. Graphic nudity. Graphic nudity. Which means we're probably going to see some labias. (laughs) With maybe the fish hooks in them or something. I don't know. I don't know where that's going. Uh, Here's something that has uh, perplexed me. Have you guys ever seen a movie called R.I.P.D.? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I could yeah. bring myself to watch it. Rest in P- Police Department. Exactly. Yeah. Starring uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, I think it was Bo Bridges or Jeff Bridges? Or the Bridges? One, one, I think Jeff Bridges. Yeah. yeah. Well, R.I.P.D. 2. Wow. Oh. Rise of the Damned is on its way from Universal. Same Nothing cast. beats a sequel to a movie nobody knows. That one tanked so hard. Yeah, it was it, silly. Well, yeah, it was basically Men in Black, but with ghosts and demons and shit. Yeah, and you know, you had your fun-loving, uh, lovable partnership going on there. Same, same two guys. Uh, the, no details yet. Okay. Uh, expected release date uh, summer next year. Oh, okay. What we're doing? Uh, Glass Onion. I've talked about that before. Sequel to Knives Out has gotten a release date of December twenty third of this year. Oh, nice. Going straight to Netflix, <clears throat> baby. Oh, oh. R.I.P.D. Two stars Jeffrey Donovan, Richard Fleischman. Jake Choi and Kerry Knoop. So an all-star lineup. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the only name I know there is Jeff Donovan. Coming directly to Tubi. <laughs> and, and he's Straight a, to Redbox. He's, he's the first one listed. Oh, yeah. He's not a big star. He no. was the kid from uh, Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows. Uh, he was in that show Burn Notice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I like yeah. that guy. He's good. He's a good guy. I don't see this one doing too it's well. It's in Fargo, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, lastly, George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead is coming to theaters this Halloween in 3D. That might be kind of cool. Hmm. Interesting. If you're into it. Okay. Worth checking out anyway. All right, why don't I go fuck myself then? <laughs> <laughs> Should we give you some time? Or, <laughs> so, or are you just going to do it while we're, you know? I need to be celebrated <laughs> for my research for horror news, you fuckers. So here, <laughs> a lot of times... Us horror dorks will keep certain things secret. And okay. So I'm revealing one of mine tonight. Okay. Ooh. I have never seen. Jason, wait. I'm gonna Dawn I'm gonna of the stop Dead you right now. We already know. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Dawn of the Dead or Day of the Dead. Okay. Um, that's it. <laughs> that's it, huh? Yeah, I feel like it's two of those movies that you're supposed to have seen. I feel like, but I, I've never been a other than the original Night of the Dead. I've never been big on Romero. Didn't you you watch the remake of Dawn yeah, of the Dead? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah. I wouldn't really call either one of them a horror movie. Okay, they're great movies. Uh, a lot of social, you Com- know, a lot of commentary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not. No, I mean, it's not too heavy handed, but uh, you know. Um, they are George Romero movies. Yeah. You can't really watch a George Romero movie expecting to be like frightened or scared. It's going to give you a lot to think about. And to be fair, like uh, probably Day of the Dead, best zombie practical effects ever. That's it, a, was it Savini doing that? Yeah, that yeah. was all Savini. Wow. There's some shit in there that will blow your mind. As an alligator, for fuck's sake. <laughs> There's an alligator in that one, Jason. <laughs> and not a hand puppet. No, it's like a real <laughs> fucking alligator coming at you. All right, well, that's all we got on the horror news, my man. Re- real quick, let me jump oh. back to Burning Bright. I really have to let everybody hear what this IMDb plot synopsis is. Okay. Burning Bright, a thriller centered on a young woman and her autistic little brother who are trapped in a house with a ravenous tiger during a hurricane. That just screams batshit crazy. <laughs> it does. But th- I don't feel that that synopsis does it justice. <laughs> it doesn't. But it's completely accurate. It is accurate. But there's... Ravenous tiger during a hurricane. Well, there's like this whole subtext of um, Garrett Dillahunt plays the stepdad and their mother just died. And he's wanting to collect her, if I remember right, her uh, estate, but it passes down to them. Right. So they need to die. Yeah, he's, so, he's a right piece of shit. He is a right it? piece of shit. And then yeah. here comes uh, Meatloaf a Day playing like this half-psychotic... Oh, boy. Can you take that, Jay? Uh, here comes Meatloaf a Day who plays like this scarred-up, half-psychotic, like underground uh, Joe Exotic type of guy who sells uh, Garrett Dillahunt the tiger. And he rolls up in a trench coat and he's like, You know why this tiger killed all those horses? They were pretty. So it wasn't a wild tiger. They just, it was actually bought. no. It was like an actual psycho tiger, like the, like the tiger. <laughs> but he tiger. bought it. It wasn't like it just well, came had, in from outside. He had like a shitty zoo. Yeah, kind of like the one here in Reno. Uh, yeah, well, it's out instead, but it's yeah. pretty shit. It's shit. Wow. Uh, yeah, he was, it, but it's a pretty good movie. He was like a Joe okay. Exotic type of dude. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Give it a watch. It's very uh, dark and grim. And as silly as the synopsis sounds, it it goes to some pretty heavy places. Cool. All right. How about some listener mail there? Yes. You fucking psycho tigers. 
Listener mail. All right, we got listener mail, emails, voicemails, all that fun shit. Let's start things off with uh, the horror slut. Here comes Cat, all the way from jolly old England. Hey, Cat. <clears throat> Subject line: Where were the tentacles? Evening, gents. I do hope everyone had a safe week. Early and looking shift tonight. I think she meant early looking shift. I don't know. So I'll be quick. Dome, my vote goes with the Cenobites. I do enjoy a leather-clad bad boy. Educate, I believe you are Cthulhu Mansion. I didn't think anybody was going to get that shit. She got me. You got me, cat. It has a Spanish name also. Yes, it does. I can't pronounce it, but I don't speak Spanish. My only question was... Where was the tentacle love? I've been severely disappointed in the lack of good Lovecraftian movies and really would enjoy seeing something that had more of the lore involved. I hope everyone has a safe and healthy week. Cat. Uh, there were no tentacles in Cthulhu Mansion that I recall. We just had, uh, a, had an abundance of tentacles in that uh, that one movie we watched. Untamed, Cat. <laughs> Streaming on Shudder. I'll give you my password if you need it. Uh, they were like hot tentacles, and they explored this young lady, buddy. <laughs> there, I don't know how many tentacles there were because they were all like French braided and going into places and like corkscrewing and woo. And then they went gay on us all of a sudden. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> right on, cat. Thanks for writing in. Let's get out to the open road. Here comes Freddie. Hey, Freddy. Subject line, quick vote. Hey, folks, just a quick vote while I grab some grub today. I have to go with the Cenobites just on thinking that Umbrella Corp would probably have mostly grunts around. And if they did have someone smart, they would be the first the Cenobites went after because they were the ones actively opening the box. Stay safe out there. Cheers, Freddy. Two more for the Cenobites. That's just fine. Whatever you say, Freddy. I don't care. I don't even care anymore. Uh, here comes a brand new Patreon subscriber. Yeah! So loud. It's Alan. <laughs> it's just Alan. Thank you very much, Alan. Thanks, Alan. Uh, get me your address. Uh, I know Alan has kids around. I will abstain from the hardcore pornography if you would like. <laughs> if I don't hear from you in the next uh, by next week's show. And you're getting a box full of porn, Alan. But you may get a you may get a prototype tit lurker mag. We, Jason has crafted us <laughs> in his in the wee hours of the night over his fjorge. I believe he used a, a fjord <laughs> and a hammer and a uh, he's, you know cling cling. Uh, he has crafted us some genuine tit lurker magnets, <laughs> complete with nipples and guys with binoculars, <laughs> which is amazing, by the way. <laughs> Uh, thank you very much, Alan. You've got control of the month of November. Uh, let us know what you want us to do, and we will get you a shirt, a uh, padded room mug, and some porn, and maybe some tit lurker uh, magnets, depending on if uh, Jason makes any more. <laughs> um, here comes from Reno, Nevada, the cowboy. Hey, cowboy. Subject line, angels. Evening, padded room. Hope everyone is doing well and made it in tonight. Terra Dome, give me the Cenobites. I just like them better, and Pinhead is one of my favorite killers. Educate, no clue this week. Not much else for me this week. Still working six-day weeks, so that cuts into movie watching. Though I have gotten a bit more Dead by Daylight in. Hope everyone had a great week and catch you on the flip. Cowboy, right on, Cowboy. I always know when Cowboy's been playing Dead by Daylight. 
because I always have these stacked uh, game invitations. <laughs> he wants yeah. me to join his party or and join him here and join him there, and I don't really answer. I get like 14 minutes a day to play before my kids come and take over the fucking PlayStation, mm-hmm. and then that's it for me. Uh, right on, Cowboy. Thanks for writing And you in. don't want him laughing at your... My inability your, to play. Your day, day by daylight ineptitude. I cannot play that game for <laughs> shit. I fully admit that, but that's not going to keep me from trying. <laughs> we got some uh, voicemails here. All right. All the way from Alabama, the new Patreon subscriber himself, Alan, is in the house. Hey, hey Alan. Padded room. What's up? Hope everybody's doing good. Terror Dome. Give me umbrella. That uh, umbrella. Darian, the movie you're talking about sounds familiar, but I can't think of the name. Cthulhu Mansion. Anyway, hope all's well. And now you're talking about me getting to the point. You remember my name on Corpse Cast was in and out. I do. Y'all have a good one. Bye. It's true. They, that's what they used to call him back in back. back there was the the podcast that got me into podcasting was a show called The Cadaver Lab out of uh, Salt Lake City. They've since evolved and become the Corpse Cast. But Alan was one of the original OGs that would call in with me to The Cadaver Lab and Corpse Cast, and he would basically leave the same listener ma- or uh, voicemail for them that he leaves for us. Right? Hey, it's Alan. Uh, give me this, and uh, I'll tell you about that. And see you later. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> and that's that. I like a man that's to the point. You know what I mean? Yes. I like a guy that uh, doesn't mince words. Speaking of mincing words, here comes Mr. Tom Hardy himself. Hey, Tom. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Padded room. How you doing, you fucking degenerate? Oh, he's sad. Uh, <laughs> kicking the clowns out. Huh? I, hey. Kicking the fucking clowns I'm out. I'm going to get clowns. bitter on this one. You know, at least, uh, at least they lost to a worthy opponent, you know didn't come down to, oh, you can fly. Okay. But uh, <laughs> I disagree with the decision, but I accept it. So be it. That a boy. So be it. Way to take the bad uh, Let's news. get on the regular shit. On the new Terror Dome, what do we got? We got the Cenobite. You got and it. And the uh, fucking Umbrella Corporation. Yes, sir. I call them the Umbrella Club. But uh, you know what? Give me the Cenobites. Fuck that. Let's get violent. Let's tear some shit apart, man. Give me the Cenobites. All right. I, I don't see uh, the Umbrella Corp with their guns or whatever being able to stop the Cenobites. Give me the Cenobites, you know? Locked in. Um, the what are you looking at department, I didn't get to catch shit, so I ain't got nothing there. Okay. Uh, the educating department. Come on, Tom Hardy. I, I got to say, I'm pretty sure I have not seen it's this a deep list because it sounds, it sounds batshit crazy, it's... but... And it sounds something like almost full moon like, but uh, I don't think close. I've seen it, so I, I don't know who you are this time. So okay. Anyway, that's all I got. Uh, hope all is well, and uh, hopefully, you know, you got some uh, new STDs from your uh, weekend of debauchery. <laughs> Pretty there. sure I do. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know, I know you got plenty as it is. I just hope you, you know, yeah, came yeah. back with new. You can't ones. catch what I you already got. That's exactly too. right. Anyway, hope all is well. Love you like family. Bye now. Love you too, Thanks, so Tom Hardy. Hardy. You know what's funny, buddy? Hmm. We got a positive review from the owner of that house. Good. I don't think they looked in the hot tub. <laughs> They're going to want to drain that fucking thing for sure. Or, or they looked in the hot tub and then they looked at the cameras. Ah, you know. <laughs> there is that. The, the water that we left in the hot tub was probably about that color. That yes. shade of yeah. green. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it didn't look like that when we got there. 
It was beautiful. Oh, it was, it was crystal clear when we got there. Yeah. But after all the fuck... The shoot, Just the one night. <laughs> oh, well, one night for us. But yeah. the kids were in and out of there like every five minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't see him take a lot of bathroom breaks. Right. There you Yum. Have it. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> oh, that's gross. They should probably just remove that hot tub altogether. <laughs> Maybe run it through a car wash or something. All right, that's all we got on the listener mail, my friends. You guys got anything for Tom Hardy, Alan, uh, Cowboy, Horror Slut, or Freddy? Thanks, Thank all. you. Thank you guys so much. Uh, be on the lookout for Titlerker Magnets coming to a theater near you <laughs> or a bush outside of a theater near you. Probably <laughs> is more lucky. Yeah. Let's get into a movie, you maniacs. Dear God, my little sister is slowly dying, and my mom, as I'm sure you know, is a total bitch. Chew with your mouth closed. I'm planning on having premarital sex. I'd accept full responsibility for all my actions. Well, let's face it, you gave me hormones. You contracted STD from having sex with a dead person? Go to you. I've got some old jump ropes. I don't think so. You're a very troubled little girl. I want to lose my virginity to you. <laughs> People like Natalie need to be punched in the face. That's right, boys. It's Excision from 2012, written and directed by Richard Bates Jr. Got 6.1 stars on IMDb. Stars Anne Lynn McCord, uh, Roger Bart, and Ariel Winter with a lot, an actual surprising amount of celebrity cameos in this one, too. Mm-hmm. You had John Waters playing the priest, Tracy Lords playing her mom. Mm-hmm. I am obligated to have sex with Tracy Lords if ever she were willing to do such a thing. That's, that's your hall pass, huh? That's my well, no, it's my personal policy. Oh. If, I've, <laughs> if, if I've masturbated to you and you would like to actually have sex with me, I must. Oh. I must. So I'll see you later, Jason. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, who else? Oh, Ray Weiss makes an appearance. Um, Bar- Marley Maitland? 
Mar- 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 Marley Matlin. Matlin. Yeah. The uh, deaf actress. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's quite a few little pop-ups here and there. This is a very strange movie, my friends. Um, I would call this like a much dark, dark... Like if Stephen King wrote Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> That's what that's what you would have here. Am I right? I really couldn't feel feel no shit. I could not figure out what the tone of this movie was at all. If it started out with kind of this, so much blood and stuff, I thought I was really going to go this like horror or or dark comedy vibe. But then it just turns into something like completely different at a point. Yeah, Uh yeah. I I didn't, and I still really don't know what in the hell I watched. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to start off in high school, fellas, with a very awkward young lady by the name of Pauline. Now, we've all been to high school, and we've all met these... I still go to high school. I know you do. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. <laughs> the police start, already have. We're st- okay, good. I was going to say, it's probably something we need to address. It's uh, But... Uh, <laughs> We all know that chick in high school, or probably that guy that was. There was nothing wrong with him. It wasn't hideous. He uh, just didn't know how to act. You know, yeah, just could, quirky, so completely uncomfortable in his or her own skin that you just, you know, the, like beyond approachable. Just, but always like staring at people for no reason and. <laughs> And you think, oh, you know, uh, she's pretty hot. She should have a boyfriend. And then you'd start talking to her and you're like, she's kind of weird. I got to get the fuck away from you. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. Uh, That is Pauline. And she's got a pretty picturesque life. I mean, as far as uh, uh, high school senior goes. Mom and dad, both successful, big house. uh, Apparently some very apt community in uh, Virginia, I think. Little sister by the name of Gracie who has a lung condition. Mm-hmm. Cystic fibrosis? Cystic fibrosis. I knew it was something like that. Uh, which I don't know anything about. You guys know anything about cystic fibrosis? It's, it's fibrosis of the cystic. Yeah. It is cystic. Yeah, it's hereditary <laughs> and, and can be life-threatening. Is it, that where the lungs harden? I don't know. It has know. something to do with lungs. If you're a doctor, yeah. feel free to call into the and, show. Yeah, yeah, and don't listen to the show. Because we're not going to Google it. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> I looked it up, and I was like, oh, hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it can kill you uh, if untreated, yep. but there are methods of treating it that involved a lung transplant. So uh, the younger sister, Gracie, she's only 14, and I don't think... They're, they're exploring other methods to keep from having to give her a transplant. So that's good. Yeah, I think she was on a waiting list. Something like that. Um, you have this underlying tone with the family. Mom, played by Tracy Lords, is a bit of a see you next Tuesday. Oh, yeah. But I think she has everybody's best, you know, interests at heart. She's just a real fuck face about it. <laughs> Dad is basically spineless and just does whatever Mom says. Um, the most well-adjusted individual here is probably Gracie, despite her cystic fibrosis. Mm -hmm. She's living the life of a normal 14-year-old as best she can. Pauline, on the other hand, is a complete nutsack. Uh, Delusions of being a surgeon, which is cool, you can be ambitious, but I don't think she has the grades to get into a college or any mean... Mom and dad aren't going to pay for medical school, so Mm. you can throw that right out the window. But she's still like, you know, I'll just open up a private practice. And the chick that plays her, uh, Ann Lynn McCord, fairly attractive. 
they did a pretty good job of ugling her up. Like, yeah. they put some zits on her and yeah, stuff. Yeah, she looked like a caveman. Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think they kind of patted her teeth a bit, kind of gave her an overbite. It's one of those pronounceable overbites, too. Her hair was fucking disgusting. It looked like there could have been a hygiene. She dressed issue. like shit. She looked like she yeah. stunk. Yeah, they really she, they did great. She yeah. looked like a stinky yeah. fucking bitch. <laughs> but those dream sequences is like whoa. Yeah, and she that's part of the horror element of this this show is that she's having these bananas fucking masturbatory surgical dreams that are very. Uh, they reminded me a lot of the cell with Jennifer Lopez. Yes. A lot of that, like with the imagery and like, there's one where like she's facing herself and one of herselves is having an orgasm and the other one is like bleeding out from the throat or something like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's like another one where there's a bunch of naked people and she's just like sprawling all over them and I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. This is <laughs> that's what that's the my point. <laughs> I still I, don't know. I mean, I only beat off to that part twice, so I gotta do some. Soul searching, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that was serious. You're talk. not going to find one. Nope. Forget it. Anyway, uh, we get a look at her day to day high school life. Um, she is getting bullied in a weird way, but in that kind of you're such a fuck face that you almost should be getting bullied because you're a bit of a condescending bitch to everybody, and you are the stinky girl, and you're not the most well put together yeah she's not helping herself no not at all no. i'm not i'm not an advocate of bullying but you know but if you were to choose somebody if you had to pick somebody <laughs> to get bullied this would be a good start um there's like a hot dude in class his name's adam and he is uh having sex with the captain of the cheerleading squad i think i was led to believe that he was having sex with the captain of the cheerleading squad uh and Pauline is like weirdly eavesdropping on these conversations between her and her friends. And she's like, would you say your sex is gratifying or not? They're like, you're such a fucking weirdo. Get away. Oh, Uh, make a long story short. She just basically walks up to Adam uh, midway through the day. And she's like, hello, Adam. I would like to lose my virginity to you. Here is my phone number. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm pretty much paraphrasing. That's pretty much exactly how she laid it down for him. And the voice is spot on. I mean, yeah. Is that not what she sounded like? <laughs> pretty, <laughs> pretty accurate. I don't think we've been formally introduced. I would like to have sex with you. It's like I'm talking through three period. layers of teeth. It's like having a, like, hor- like shark teeth. Or no, short, shark teeth go in. Horse teeth Horse go teeth. out. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, Car- Jim Carrey. Yes, very much. Very much so. Vera de Milo. <laughs> Uh, Adam, of course, is like, uh, okay, weirdo, but she does this in front of all of his friends, and then, of course, 14 minutes after they leave, he jumps on the phone with her, hey, I got a, I got a fake ID, and, uh, I could get a, a room, and she's like, excellent, pick me up after, after school tomorrow, <laughs> mm-hmm. so he does, and she kind of gets halfway dolled up, and, uh, she has made the proclamation to her little sister that she wants to have, she wants to lose her virginity while she's on her period. Um, this is probably the least sensual sex scene I've ever seen in my life. It reminded me a lot of a job interview at a gas station. (laughs) Go ahead and take your clothes off, Adam. Thank you very much. Is that Mm -hmm. Dr. Evil? (laughs) (laughs) We'll be taking your clothes off now. (laughs) And then she... (laughs) She gets gets on... One (laughs) million orgasms. (laughs) 
I am having my period now. <laughs> she gets on him. It's, uh, you know, it's exactly what you'd expect. But oh, you're so wet. Yeah. <laughs> I think probably Adam was a virgin, too. Right? He, I don't or, or very unexperienced. Yeah. Either way, this was wildly uncomfortable. Uh, they do it, and then she's like, I want you to put your mouth on me. <laughs> So yeah, he does, and he's down there like three minutes before he realizes. It's like, <laughs> it's like what? You had your eyes closed? Yeah, what are you doing? I mean, come you on! You don't know what blood tastes like, my man. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a rusty coin. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> he jumps up with a big Joker smile. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! What is freaks this? right out. Yeah. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> well, Adam, you just got your blood wings, buddy. That's right. Get used to it. I had a girlfriend once that was really into doing it on her period, and yeah. she was a bleeder. That's a story for another podcast. <laughs> I, I'm into it. We're just, okay. <laughs> Shit, I guess if you're done, I'll pull my pants back up. <laughs> Red wings? Sign uh, me up. Yeah. Ooh, I, sometimes I'd get done with her. It looked like I was in a knife fight or something. <laughs> all right, anyway. Uh, Splattered all over the shirt. <laughs> you, just, you just didn't have like some kind of bleeding STD. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's quite possible. It's just squirting out. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm up there with my goggles. Yeah. Are you almost done? Like, are you still here? I can't see. Let me get that little suction. <laughs> All right. Enough with the period talk. You fucking perverts. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, oh, that happens. It's awkward as shit. She has to go to confessional. And she basically, she doesn't, her priest is John Waters. And I think he's supposed to be, like, trying to help her work through her bananas issues. Um, he's not, do, it doesn't work because she just mm-hmm. goes in there and engages him in these God doesn't exist conversations. But then she goes and, like, goes to the, I guess, the altar or something, some weird dark room where she actually kneels down and prays. And she enters like a uh, formal negotiation with God. Yeah. She's like, I'll be having premarital sex, but from what I understand, you have to forgive me, which is kind of cool. Uh, and I'll <laughs> also appreciate it if I didn't get pregnant, so thank you very much. And then that's, that's pretty much that. Now, as this is going on, uh, the cystic fibrosis in Gracie is getting worse and worse. And on top of that, mom's cuntiness is getting worse and worse because she's trying to put together something called cotillion... If I'm understanding that correctly, yeah. what the fuck is cotillion? Any ideas? That's uh, where chicks and guys and gals get together and have really awkward uh, formal dances. Yeah, it's like a form of like trying to get them to grow up. Okay, yeah. it's like a formal thing, though. Yeah, like, it's, it's a it is a formal thing. Okay, oh, prim and proper. Okay, like, yeah. so it's like you need like etiquette classes or something. It's basically what it is, like okay. a, a dance type. Anyway, etiquette. mom's really wanting to do this. And she's expanding it to, like, various age groups. Mm-hmm. And, of course, because Mom's doing it, Gracie and Pauline have to go also. Now, at this point, this isn't going to get even weirder because Pauline is going to develop a cold sore, which she got from her dad. Which means she basically has herpes, right? Yeah. Uh, her dad saved her life once when she drowned jumping off a uh, high dive. He had a cold sore. He right. had to do mouth to mouth on her. Now she has a cold sore. Yeah, this, that, that this, was so funny. This part I thought was pretty fucking funny. It was. <laughs> so there's, Thanks, Dad. there's Pauline uh, dancing with some poor kid who's just you know trying not to be as awkward. Uh, and he's like, "Is that a cold sore?" 
And she's like, yes, I have herpes. And he's like, oh, gross. So then she grabs him and kisses him on the face. And he falls down and, like, starts backpedaling to get away from her. (laughs) Mom comes running over. What the hell did you do? I'm sorry, Mother. I fell victim to his charms. (laughs) And he's like, oh, gross, she gave me herpes. (laughs) See, this is like, up to this point, we're firmly in, like, Napoleon Dynamite mode, right? (laughs) Yeah. Nobody's getting hurt. Uh, there's some weird sex stuff going on. But other than that, it's just kind of cheeky high school fun. Now things are going to get even weirder because uh, word is going to get out around high school that Pauline and Adam got down. It's going to get back to the cheerleading captain. Uh, they get, they confront Pauline. <laughs> She's like, a little word of advice? And Pauline's like, yeah, but can you make it quick? I've got to take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's like basically says I broke up with Adam you can have him but then the next morning Pauline wakes up and her house has been graffitied and it says cunt but they spelt it with a K (laughs) and they drew a big dick uh, on the thing and put toilet paper in her trees and she overheard who did it yeah I mean it's we could all figure out who did it that was pretty easy Uh, so Pauline is now furious she goes stomping into the, the high school uh, pushes Adam down, takes uh, the cheerleading captain's face and smashes it into a locker, and then walks out like a rock star. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Slow motion. Um, Pauline gets suspended for a couple of days, unfortunately, but that gives her time to do a bunch of research at the library mm-hmm. in which she learns more about cystic fibrosis and uh, a pretty rudimentary understanding of how to do a, a lung transplant. While that's going on... Reading a dummy's guide to lung transplants. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> uh, lung transplants for idiots. Um, while that's going on, the next door neighbor chick, who is, I think, kind of friends with Gracie, but at the same time just weirdly jump ropes by herself while staring at the um, at Pauline's house, yeah. has been kind of a, a bitch about it. So Pauline like hatches the ingenious scheme... She's going to basically trank um, the neighbor chick plus Gracie, also drug the dad and tie him up, and then perform the lung transplant herself in the garage. Well, I don't have a problem with this plan at all. I'm sure this is going to just go swimmingly. But that's pretty much exactly what she does, killing uh, Gracie and the neighbor girl. And that's pretty much the end of your movie. Yeah. It can be summarized that quick. Yeah. And you're left with the the only thing I can really give it is she really did a, a really good job at portraying the most unlikable girl on earth. Mm-hmm. Like she is so off putting. Yeah. Especially when she's like, I really go, need to go take a massive shit. <laughs> I'm just I'm, you know, and plus Mr. McDowell, her oh, her, her zits were disgusting. Her her cold sore was disgusting. Yeah. They they really did such a good job, and she did such a good yeah. job at being so off putting. But it's just such a weird contrast to the rest of the movie, uh, with the, you know the horror, the the dream sequences, yeah. her shaving her fucking head and doing the transplant. I'm uh, not sure what the purpose of shaving the head was. I guess to be sterile. She sterile. didn't have a hairnet, yeah. maybe. Okay. You know, because that made it sterile. Sure, I mean, sure. She was in a garage. Sure. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is that. Yeah. Shaving her head made her feel good. Okay. Well, as long as it made her feel good. Um, Right up until like the last 14 minutes when we go, you know, pre-op, it's Napoleon Dynamite. 
No, she's not that likable, but I, I got a lot of chuckles I out mean, of it. I mean, it's Napoleon Dynamite if you throw in, like, you know, red wings and you yeah. know, awkward fucking and STDs. Mm-hmm. A lot of STDs. Uh, <clears throat> uh, pustules on the face. Uh, talks of taking dr- giant dukes. <laughs> the, the sex ed teacher was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Opening the random questions, he's like, am I gay if I try to suck my own dick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote this? Who wrote this question? <laughs> I thought McDowell was awesome. Yeah, he was great. <clears throat> um, it's a weird movie. I, th- I thought it was going to go in a direction of right when he called said, hey, you know, basically let's fuck. Yeah. I thought it was going to go in the direction, this is all set up. It's a joke. Sh- he's going to be the one that she's going to kill because rumors are going to happen outside of school. And then like, oh, she's like the laughing stock. And then right. she's going to go in like predator kill mode sure. at that point. That's where I thought this movie was going. I thought she like, was going to kill herself and let her own lungs be her sister's. Like that would be the one decent thing she managed to do before checking out. Yeah, I could see you know, that too. Was sure. letting her, her own lungs you know, go to her sister. Yeah. yeah. But no, that's not what we no, got. No, nope. we went for the... Uh, the jump rope girl across the street. I, it had a lot of pacing issues, I thought, and, and the story just it just had too many um, too many tones that were incongruent with one another. Sure, yeah, I liked it uh, the first time I saw it, which was in 2012. I thought it's one of those movies that um, you you can't it keeps your interest because you don't know where it's going, you don't know what's right. going to happen here. You know, it's yeah. it's unpredictable if nothing mm-hmm. else. Um, watching it again and knowing how it ends, a lot of the comedy is lost on me because at the end of this movie, two people are going to be dead mm-hmm. and they're fairly innocent young ladies too. There's other than copying an attitude with her. She didn't, neither one of them really did anything wrong. So knowing that and going into the movie, you're like, Oh fuck this. While it does have it's a very Napoleon dynamite tone to it because you know, Pauline, for as much of an unlikable see you next Tuesday as she was, did have some good one-liners and comes back comebacks dealing with right. the bullies and um, things like that. Like when uh, after she has sex with Adam and she's worried that she might have got an STD, she's like tit lurking around the bleachers <laughs> and she's like, oh, "Excuse me, Captain Cheerleader, uh, do you have any STDs?" And she's like, "No, do you?" And she's like. Well, if you don't, then I don't. <laughs> walks away. Walks yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> then neither do I. <laughs> I got a, I got some chuckles out of it. Tina, eat your ham. Adam, eat my bloody puss. <laughs> do it, you fat lord. <laughs> right on. That's really it. That's all I got for excision. Would you guys... You, Jay, I know you didn't particularly care for it. No, I, I just thought it was... There was a lot. I mean, I liked the humor of it. Sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the flash sequences, uh, they just didn't seem to fit. The nightmares? No. Yeah. 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 They just didn't seem to fit like the... the it should have been a dark comedy. It yeah. should have played as a dark comedy all the way through. Um, and I think it would have been great because it did the dark comedy stuff really Perfectly. good. Perfectly. Sure, yeah. yeah. But that, was a, that ending, man, what a kick in the balls. That was a kick mm-hmm. in the balls. Uh, it's fucking depressing. Um and then just the those flashes or dream sequences just kind of they're so off. weird. Yeah. I think what he was trying to show us there is that we are dealing with a a real psychopath, not Napoleon Dynamite. Right. As <laughs> as funny as Napoleon Dynamite is, he's not going to hurt anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and her dream of being this 
just th- this blood fetish yeah. thing that she had going on. <laughs> like at the beginning, uh, will I catch any? Will I catch any viruses fucking a dead person? Yeah, <laughs> you're an STD from having sex with a dead body. <laughs> I did yeah. like when she told her dad, uh, uh, "Do you have any more STDs you want to give me?" Yeah, <laughs> right. So gnarly. Right on. What would you give this out of ten, Jay? Oh boy, I gave it. I, I scored it really low. I gave it a five. Five? Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I don't. Doesn't seem I'm right in there. Five. About the same. Mm-hmm. I'd probably go a little, probably like six or seven, just for the humor and some of the imagery. I watched another movie with that young lady in it, Anne Lynn McCord. She's mm-hmm. actually very attractive. Mm-hmm. She was in a movie called Scorned with Billy Zane, where she's basically like a uh, supermodel type, and she's fucking with him. I think for, she's in a cheerleading movie, also Fired Up, maybe. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I say it's worth a watch if you haven't seen it. If you have seen it, it's probably not worth a rewatch. That would be my yeah. opinion. All right, then. Let's take us a little break. We'll come back with some other stuff. Bye.
Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I have to be honest with you. Please do. If uh, Pauline were to come up to me in the middle of my high school career and be like, I would like to lose my virginity to you. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't would, pass it up. I would not. And I don't think any 16-year-old male would either. With the cold sore? Ooh. Probably not. I probably would still, yeah. Ah, I would, man, if she had the cold sore, I'd probably say no. I would probably. Ah, you can or don't it. kiss me. Don't ki- don't. You put, can have a perfectly fine life with herpes you can you these can. days but still I, would, uh, I wouldn't want to be forced upon it <laughs> it's not like i'm out looking for it you know yeah. what I mean? it's it's looking for you it's lurking yeah. herpy lurker <laughs> herpy lurker <laughs> oh yeah there's a magnet for you jason <laughs> all right you guys ready to get to the tarot dome let's do yep. it let's get it on no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll try to be crazy. I'll kill you all. Dream come true. To the Terradome. First, last week's winners. In team's competition, we had the Umbrella Corporation versus the Cenobites. For all of the research and development put into the toy maker's box, one very important element was overlooked. It wasn't hands that opened the box, it was desire. The Cenobites came and left. The entire research and development team went with them. With a vote of 9-4, to the Cenobites win. Wow, so, nine to four. Yeah, sons of bitches. Hmm. Other than me and uh, I thought it'd be closer. Me and Alan, we're it. I think Jason voted for the I, Cenobites. I yeah, voted. Or, I did. Umbrella Corp. I voted for Umbrella. Umbrella? Maybe you took Cenobites. I took Cenobites. God damn it! It's not like it would have mattered. It's a pretty sizable margin, so yeah, we were destined to lose that one. I'm afraid. It's fine. I don't want to be in your stupid tournament anymore, anyway. Let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we? <clears throat> As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not much of a writer. Or an orator, either, apparently. Because <laughs> I am just a big phlegmwad all of a sudden. <laughs> we are in the Inferno Conference, round 11. 
The night had gone on for almost a week. The people of Barrow, Alaska were terrified. They'd been hunted ever since the sun set. They'd ran, they'd hid, they'd even tried to fight. But one by one, the strangers took them, almost for sport or some kind of game. On the fifth night, more panic and confusion set in. A flash of light in the night sky, followed by a thunderous boom and earth-rattling impact. At first, the survivors were hopeful. Perhaps some help had arrived, a rescue attempt, or maybe ground forces to push the strangers out. Then the other creatures began to turn up around Barrow. Small, black, and highly mobile. The critters maneuvered through the town unseen until the first vampire captured one. Then the battle for for Barrow, Alaska began. In Team's Competition, Jason Harrell, we have the Critters versus 30 Days of Night Vampires. Damn. How say you? Oh, boy. Now, let's not... I know what you're thinking. You're thinking the Critters are stupid, but let's not... I'm going with the Critters. Let's not discount the giant Critter Ball that they can make (laughs) and roll. I'm I'm going to go with the Critters. Okay. Buddy, how say you? 30 Days of Night Vampires. I think I'm going to go with the Critters, too, man. I think they're small enough to get around without being seen or even viewed as a threat. And correct me if I'm wrong, they can shoot those quill things, right? Yeah. Do they do that or is that one of those No, they other? do. Yeah. Um, but but how many weaknesses does a vampire have? I don't think the critters can actually get away with killing the vampires. With a quill. With a quill, with a, with a quill, with a, with gnawing and chewing, or with the giant ball, yeah. because they'd have to be, they'd have to either get them to all, you know, go under the sun, right, uh, or stake them. Okay, I don't see critters holding w- wooden stakes. Correct. So I'm, my, I'm going to roll back to vampires. Vampires. Okay. So I'm going to stick with the critters, and the reason why is this: you'll remember in uh, I think it was the first critters when they swarm the homeless guy. They basically tear, take him down to skeleton. Mm-hmm. I don't think a vampire can roll as a skeleton. I could be wrong. On top of that, if we're going to have the battle in Barrow, Alaska, they, they have that, that weird fucking machine thresher thing. Mm-hmm. That, like three or four of the vampires got tossed into that, and they didn't come back out. Sure. So but there's if, that. But if they but, eat the vampire blood, that means they're going to turn into... <laughs> that's true. And the critters would have to turn the thresher on. That's true, too. They, I mean, they're, they're kind of fun, though, to critters. They find out all kinds of cool shit. <laughs> oh, they're great. You know? Yeah. So I think I'm sticking with the critters. <laughs> I'm going to stand alone with the critters this week, boys. All right. That's your Terra Dome matchup for the weekend, mates. It is the critters versus the 30 Days of Night Vampires. Uh, get us your votes by next week if you can. The Mental Health Hotline is area code 775-387-0275. Or you get us on the email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. Or if you would like to hear some more hot period talk, uh, we would love to hear about your cycle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or whatever sexual or, <laughs> exploits you've had during a cycle. Yeah. Some horror stories. Back in my day when I was a kid, you know what she did to me? <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I met your mother. Uh, in the meantime, inmates, we're going to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? I only got one movie in this week. It's Glorious from 2022. 
Uh, I'm going to abstain from my review uh, because I believe it's going to be this week's immersion therapy, but I will say it's streaming on Shudder, and it is pretty silly. And I will leave it at that. All right. Jay, you get anything in? Uh, well, knowing that Orphan First Kill had came out, um, we, well, I revisited Orphan. Sarah had never seen it. So we watched the original Orphan. Mm-hmm. Um, both agreed. That's probably what you could call an underrated movie. Sure. Um, it's, it's very solid. Uh, mm-hmm. Then the next night we actually watched Orphan First Kill. Cool. What did you think of that? Um, prequel, right? prequel yeah hmm. so you definitely i'll try to i'm not going to give anything away okay. um but you can definitely tell that she is older uh which makes it very hard to sell it as a prequel okay like convincing me that this you know uh i think what is she now she's like 20 she's like t- in, in her early 20s well in orphan well like i mean orphan. in real life oh yeah this chick's in her early to mid 20s now it's not the same chick playing yeah. the same character is yes it? It really yes oh god uh wow but, but you're trying to sell sell it as her being like two years younger than what she was in orphan right which puts her at like 10 right well physically yeah yeah Jane that just ain't happening she looks like but they do they do some really good like kind of uh Lord of the Rings Hobbit shots you know where they substitute in like really short actors or child actors and stuff to really sell it but Uh every time you see her face you you definitely see a 20 something Uh, yeah so it's really hard to sell it especially as a prequel but that that said it's still pretty good Okay. okay and it's I can't tell you why it's pretty good because it it, it would fuck it up for you. Okay. So I'll I'll leave it at that, but I'll say I gave it a six. Very cool. So it's definitely worth watching. In Orphan, they showed like a couple families she's been with before. Mm -hmm. Is that tied into the prequel? So in Orphan, they tell uh, a story about the family she was with before she went to the orphanage. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, and how the house burned down and all that stuff. All I will say is that that story is is, is connected. Okay, cool. Cool. I like it when they do that. Yeah, I'm into it. Paramount Plus, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Cool. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, put that on the list. Hmm. Right on. Anything else, bud? Uh, no, but I, I, I'm really looking forward to... So y'all watch it. Make sure you don't read anything about it or anything right. like do that. Do I need Do I need to watch Orphan, Orphan again? Again, just to brush up, probably. Um, yeah. only because of what I just said. How yeah. it talks about this, you know. Okay, she was in this. She was with this one family, and uh, you know, the house burned down. It's and, such a weird thing, <clears throat> man. And that's a, that's a real physical ailment where you don't age after like eight years old. I think it would probably hurt you to rewatch Orphan going before you watch this because the it's, face. it's such a strong contrast in her appearance. Yeah. Because to me, I just it watched it the off. night before. Okay. I mean, I just saw her as a legit young girl. So right. if anything, watch the prequel, then watch the yeah. That might, yeah, Orphan. Might okay. Be better idea. Okay. Or at the very least, uh, just go ahead just know what I told you, and okay. that kind of okay. that kind of gives you all the backstory you need. Well, I'm sure. excited, which I guess is forward story. So, right, 
<laughs> got it. Cool. You got anything, buddy? Nope. All righty. Let's do some immersion therapy then, shall we? Mm-hmm. Now that I've taken everything apart, like a jackass. What? Oh, boy. <laughs> what a rookie. What a turd. What is even happening? Immersion therapy. What did you guys think of what Josiah saw? Huh. <laughs> I really liked it. I thought yeah. it was a good show. Yeah. Uh, disturbing family. Uh, it's completely fucked up in every imaginable way. Yeah. Um, that middle part with the gypsies and all that. Kind of, we kind of dipped our left toe into uh, Tarantino land there a little for a bit. second. Yeah. Which uh, goes back to our question from last week or a couple it, weeks. Is, is it, it an anthology? Because it's, it's very Pulp Fiction. It is. It is. I mean, it's, it's, it's got all of these side stories. Very true. With a big wraparound. Yeah. Um, I guess it could yeah. be... But by we have different definitions of anthology. Just like we have different definitions of franchise. That too. <laughs> um, I don't think I would call this a, a... I think by your definition it could be an anthology. Not by mine. Yeah. I mean, I, I see my own argument, but at the same time, I, I would really struggle to call this an anthology. No. Um, I do have one question for you guys, though. We all saw it. We all know the ending. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, whose baby was that? Uh, that is the brother's baby. You're going with the brother? Yeah. Okay. Then why did they kill the dad? Because uh, he's a fucking asshole? Fucking asshole, sure. But they were having sex at the end. Mm-hmm. So really the baby could have been either one of them's, right? Because, I mean, unless dad wasn't really fucking the daughter yeah if the if the dad never banged her then because there's nothing that you know definitively says that the dad ever actually slept with her but with that flashback we definitely see that the brother and her are fucking as adults as adults which is even gross even grosser in a way Yeah, it depends on where you're from yeah (laughs) she was pretty hot i mean i'm an Mm -hmm. only child so i don't have any any gumption about that uh what'd you guys think of it all all the way around it was interesting interesting yeah i liked it uh it's, I, I didn't see them going back to the hotel and doing our thing because i was like oh okay they're actually being accused of it and then all of a sudden they showed them at the, <laughs> the hotel I was like, that's Whoa. what i thought oh. like the twist was <laughs> oh this is dad's ghost and he's kind of direct or maybe it's just the, the younger brother's delusion but either way He's either being manipulated by his own uh, psyche or by dad's ghost. So that would kind of, okay, we thought that you two were having sex and had a baby, but actually it was dad, and now he's kind of fucking around as a ghost. Yeah. So it could have been either way. But if dad was just a general prick and they killed him for that reason, there's really no evidence to state that dad was a prick either to begin with. Right. You know, because that could have just been a line of shit that they were selling the younger brother mm-hmm. to uh, get him to help kill the dad. Right. Or maybe the dad found out, you know, 
what they were doing and they had to kill him. I don't know. I don't know. It's a whole it's a whole disgusting thing, man. So they they had basically two twists uh and the one so er, earlier on when uh like the oil company had sent out the letters so uh the uh the brother shit what's his name not Eli, uh not Eli which Tom? one's he, no Eli's the gypsy story right yes okay so when Eli's uh trying to get Mary to sign the paper yes. and then to go back to the old homestead and mm-hmm. get the the other brother to, to sign the paper. To do it. Yeah. I was wondering why um cuz they were like we need to get him to sign the paper and I'm like why well, wonder why why is it not the dad that they need the signature from? Right. So yeah. so that right there is kind of the first tale yeah. that the dad's not actually even alive. Yeah. But they also they also subvert that by saying, what about Pa? And he says, don't worry about it. I'll take care of Pa. Meaning he's going to dig up the body. Right. Right. So, but but you see it as, oh, well, well pa, yeah. Pa's going to give us pushback on it. Well, yeah. I'll take care of Pa. Yeah. But that's not what they were talking yeah, about. It's no. pretty slick. Body. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I give it big, big points for that. I didn't mm-hmm. catch that the first yeah. time. It was v- very, that is written that's very smart. Yeah. That little nugget there. Because mm-hmm. that really kind of screwed with me. Because, yeah. because I was instantly wondering, why is it that the father is not the one having to sign off on this property? Yeah. Why would it be? Was it Tommy? Tommy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so very smart, I thought. Uh, did you notice that there was this one part where um, Joe, is it Josiah? No. Um, Josiah was the dad. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Eli says... Um, Mary, may I? And then he says the word fuck, but they beep it out. But you can still hear it very clearly. It says fuck, but there's like a an edited beep over the word fuck. Huh. I rewound it like two or three times, and they absolutely are beeping it out, but you can still completely hear the word. That's weird. It's super weird. That's, Shutter doesn't do that nor- very, <laughs> normally. Very strange. Very strange. It yeah, is yeah. weird. Maybe that was like some kind of a... Because Mary was the daughter, right? Or the yeah. sister. Sister, yeah. So yeah, maybe, he, he says, uh, you know, they played a game. You remember the game uh, where we? I would say, Mary, may I? And yeah. you had to do whatever I told you to do. Yeah. Uh, but there's a part in there where he says the word fuck. And seriously, they like beep over it. Huh. Strange. But they don't do a good job at beeping it. Because you still once, hear it. Yeah, you could clearly hear the word fuck. Yeah. But second, it's almost like they were editing it for... TV uh, maybe or something. Or TV yeah. or like a, you know an unrated type um, or maybe a PG thirteen rating huh. or something. Strange. But then you got a father helping a son jack off. So <laughs> and that was that that was, that was right up front. They put that up there. So <laughs> it was because of that scene. I really wasn't. I, I was like, this movie's going to be too over the top. <laughs> uh, this is just too much. So by the end of the movie, if you stick all the way through it, and you it's find out bad. that the that the dad wasn't even there, right? Okay, it's not as zany and over the top as you know as I thought. Um, I ended up scoring it uh, like a six and a half. That a boy. Uh, I actually really enjoyed it by I the end it. of it. Yeah. And uh, after leaving my rating on Letterboxd, I got a follow from the director. Look at Look there. Look at you. 
He apparently has some kind of automated You know what? I think I, I think I did, too. I'm sure. I think that's his whole thing. He's got it automated or yeah. something. You put more than two stars down, he'll, You're good he'll to bang go. one out for you. Right on, buddy. What do you got for us this week? All right, this week, let's check out 2022's Glorious. After a breakup, Wes ends up at a remote rest stop. He finds himself locked inside the bathroom with a mysterious figure speaking from an adjacent stall. Soon, Wes realizes he is involved in a situation more terrible than he could imagine. Hey, we got a fucking situation. Yeah. Terrible. And terrible. you'll find this gem on Shudder. Check that shit out, inmates. We'll do the same in Compare Notes next week. But now it is time to educate me, my friends. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. I was going to have a drug deal go down at the local carnival in the haunted uh, fun house or whatever the hell it is. Uh, decided at the last minute, I'd just stab the guy and take his money. Security guards caught me, so I had to kill one of those. Me and my posse, and by posse I mean my girlfriend, my knucklehead friend, and his girlfriend, had to uh, kidnap the local magician, take him hostage, and now we're holed up at his crazy mansion until the heat dies down. Hope he doesn't summon any demons or any other horse shit that we might have to deal with. I am, of course, Cthulhu Mansion. I'm surprised anybody got that. <laughs> yeah, just cat. Cat, way, way to go, cat. Cat, you got it, man. Well done. That is a zany show. Maybe we should do that for an outdoor movie night. Oh, there we go. I don't go. think either one of you have seen that one. Nope. Have you? I bought mm-hmm. it almost a year ago now, and I've still yet to watch it. It is <laughs> collecting dust, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, I watched it the other day, and my now eight-year-old son comes out, sits down for a second. Sees one of the, the like monster horror sequences, looks at me and goes, Daddy, what is this? <laughs> and then he gets up and leaves. What kind of horse shit is this? <laughs> Daddy, what is this? Huh. All right, who might I be this week, you ask? I well, was about to ask that. I'm sure you were. I am on a road trip. Me and my uh, bride, girlfriend, love interest, very attractive young lady. We stop for a bite to eat. And a dumb shit posse of rednecks accosts us. They decide that uh, they're going to strike later on in the evening, ram me with their car, and start poking around in my U-Haul where they find some really interesting shit. Boy, did these guys fuck with the wrong dude. Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week and I'll drop some knowledge on you. On behalf of dumb shit rednecks, I take offense to that. Oh, these were exceptionally (laughs) dumb rednecks. Although there were two really hot chicks with them, too. So they had that going for them. Uh, Tune in next week, and I'll drop some knowledge for you. In the meantime, inmates, we do have a Patreon campaign running. I guess that puts the month of December up for grabs. $5 donation uh, gets you a padded room travel mug, a padded room t-shirt, possibly some hardcore pornography, and control of the month of December. Uh, find that link at paddedroompodcast.com. Oh, I've yet to do it. Okay, paddedroom.podbean.com. <laughs> Abort! Abort! <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Edit, edit, edit. com is where you find that link. Uh, also, like, comment, subscribe wherever you found this show. That helps our visibility quite a bit. In the meantime, you guys got anything else on the week? That's it for me. That's it. All righty. Movie? 
Oh, yeah. What? Uh, oh, boy. Stop it. Jeez. Join us next week for the orphanage here in Pad in the in Buddy Month here in the Padded Room. Yeah. Uh, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah? Mm-hmm. The Spanish? Yes. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. We'll be closing out Buddy Month here with the orphanage. In the meantime, for Monica and Absentia, drug-dealing knuckleheads that take hostages and end up in demon mansions... People who enjoy having sex on their periods and their counterparts that don't mind a little splish splash while you're taking a bath. (laughs) (laughs) And the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Have a great week. Lots of jokes about umbrellas, but they usually go over people's heads.